Izzy fever has taken off as Israel Benakanda has just reportedly ran between a 4-2-6 and a 4-3-2-40 at the Pitt Panther Pro Day. Is there any substance to the hype? Let's dive in and check out his rookie profile right now. Before we get to the athletic testing, let's dig into his background a little bit more. Abinikana was a three-star recruit coming out of Brooklyn, New York, according to 247's composite rankings. Although 247 themselves did have him rated as a four-star, he had 17 offers coming out of high school, mostly just from some mid-programs, uh, Tennessee, Duke, Purdue, Rutgers, WVU, before he ultimately landed at Pittsburgh. Prior to his breakout season as a junior this past year, Abinikanda had just 177 touches for 954 total yards and 10 scores. And then he just absolutely balled out in his junior year this past year, ran for over 1,400 yards, 20 touchdowns, and tacked on an additional 146 receiving yards on 12 catches. His 20 rushing touchdowns this past year tied Mo Ibrahim out of Minnesota, and his rushing yards were good enough for 14th in the country. Now, for the reason that he has created so much buzz and why so many people are so excited today, like I said, he ran reportedly between a 4.26 and a 4.3240. Now, we have to adjust that because it's, it is a pro day time. Even by doing that, we're still looking at a guy who is a 4.4 at worst, likely a sub 4.4 back. He did weigh in at the combine at 216 pounds, so he has that size-speed combo going for him as well. He also posted a 41-inch vertical and a 10-8 broad jump, which among the running backs at the combine this year would have been the best in the class for both of those jumps as he would have just narrowly edged out Chase Brown out of Illinois. Now, for some of his strengths in his game, the first thing that pops out is the testing speed and his actual play speed lineup that speed is legit this isn't someone who just ran a fast 40 and it doesn't show up in the game tape it absolutely does if you give this dude a crease he's gonna pick up chunk yardage he can score from damn near anywhere on the field does a really good job of just planting his foot and getting upfield he doesn't dance around a lot as soon as he sees a lane open he's gonna go uh, once he gets to the second level, he weaves in and out of traffic pretty seamlessly. So he's a smooth runner once he gets out there. As far as pass catching goes, he's not necessarily dynamic. I wouldn't call it I wouldn't call it a strength, but it's not a weakness either. He's not a liability in the pass game. You're just not gonna like line him up as a slot receiver or do anything like that with him. But in terms of dump offs and screen passes, he can absolutely thrive there. You know, he can be like a Leonard Fournette type of running back where he can definitely chip in. He only had 12 receptions this past year, but he had 24 in his sophomore year. He shows soft hands. He's a hands catcher, which you like to see. He doesn't let the ball get into his body a ton. So like I said, not necessarily a strength, but it's not a weakness either. Now for some of the negatives, as athletic as he is, he really lacks creativity as a runner. He isn't particularly agile either. Uh, you know, rarely do I complain that a running back isn't bouncing it outside enough. But I found myself like wanting him to do that because of his speed. Uh, there, you know, there's plenty of plays on his tape where you kind of just see him just run into the back of the offensive line or get taken down in the backfield whenever he might have just been able to bounce something out and because of his speed, just get to the corner and at least pick up some positive yards. If the defensive line is able to penetrate past the offensive line, Rarely do you see him like make something out of nothing. And for being 215 pounds, he doesn't consistently play up to his size. 
isn't great at grinding out the tough yards and short yardage situations. And according to PFF, he was 133rd in yards after contact per attempt and tied for 117th in missed tackles forced per attempt. Now for Abinacana to have the most value, he's going to have to land somewhere that runs a zone heavy scheme and also has a good offensive line. Like I said, just because of his issues with creativity when faced with pressure or with defensive linemen in his face, particularly behind the line of scrimmage. I think Miami would be an ideal spot for him. They obviously match up in terms of the scheme and having the talent on the offensive line. Now, obviously, in free agency, they did re-up both Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert, but I'm not necessarily worried about that. I think he could potentially beat those guys out, and at worst, both of them could be cut in 2024 for next to no dead cap money, and it would save them money, obviously, against the, the cap as well. So I think that would be the best place for him to land for what his skill set is. In the NFL draft, I think Benicanda is going to end up as a late day two, early day three pick. And for your dynasty rookie drafts, I'd be looking to take a shot on him in like the mid to late second, depending on what kind of draft capital he gets and where he ends up. That's going to wrap it up. Appreciate you rocking with me. Let me know your thoughts on Izzy Abinakanda. Are you going to be drafting him? Where do you want to draft him? Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button and we'll catch you on the next one.